0: All right, let's 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 do this properly right now because I can't do it unless I'm feeling it, okay? Let me feel it. Here we go. Ooh, here we go. You already know what it is. You already know where you're at. You already know what time it is. It's <clears throat> Evil Eagle Hour podcast with Coach Kodaminawi. I'm your host, Knight. Hello. Listen, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna dance around it, okay? Today, we uh we we talk in worth today. We talk in worth and value. Do you have a high sense of self-worth? How is your self-worth even established? How how do you how do you develop your sense of worth? When you step into a, a room filled with people you've never met before, do you feel like you have every right to be there as them, or do you feel awkward for no reason? Just this weird, awkward feeling. It's weird how we even develop what we see as valuable in this country, what we see as valuable in romantic partners. It's, it's weird. Because value is a, is a agreed-upon thing by multiple people. It's, it's a collaboration amongst multiple people. So if multiple people have to decide that something is valuable, how do you develop a sense of self-worth? How do you get it out of yourself, huh? Especially if you were never taught what's—I don't know. But luckily enough, we talked about it, so you don't have to overthink it. We overthought it for you that's what we did because that's what the boys do okay so as always i say this every episode even though every episode is the first episode my boy makile on the beats please follow him links to his stuff will be in the description or links to his page will be in the description and as always please rate review and subscribe i saw a few new reviews a few new ratings okay y'all really trying to see us win out here I like the energy. Um, it's really appreciated because <laughs> this podcast shit is not easy. So, getting into it, I hope you enjoyed this talk on worth and value. Please leave any ideas in the idea box and stay tuned to the end to hear a word from our sponsors. Now, allow me to introduce, for the very first time, a little something called the Evil Eagle Hour Podcast with Coach to Minawi I'm your host, Knight. Begin the program.
1: back at it again the boys something feels a little different it feels like like an alternative universe it
0: shouldn't you mean the fact that we're doing it in my apartment and not Uh, yours
1: fuck is that weird yeah i actually forgot about that i'm just here
0: yeah i'm just here larry the cat's over there looking at us yeah my boy Pleasant. If you don't know what's going on by now, I don't know what's going on with you. You clicked on this, but just to give you a little refresher, of course, it's <laughs> our <laughs> podcast with Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Back at it again. Another one. We
1: still doing it. We're still here. Still we going. haven't passed. We are still consistent. Yeah. Still consistent. Consistency, Consistency is the key.
0: Consistency is the key. Can you turn off your little device please and get engaged? Okay. I'm sorry, I'm looking at You're looking at the stats, I know. You're looking at the page. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too.
1: Yeah, we uh we've we've picked up more steam in the past two or three months than we did in the past year. Yeah, that's kinda
0: crazy. I don't even know how that's happening, but we won't. I mean, shout out
1: to the To the peoples. The black blessing that we call. Coronavirus Black blessing What? Pardon me? Are you ready for this? Are you good mentally?
0: <laughs> Are you in a good place? What is the Oh, black blessing Like dark Yeah It's like bittersweet But I don't But now yeah. I'm saying Yeah uh, we'll move past it though, and we'll recoup. All right. All right. We, we
1: we will recover.
0: I think what you're saying is we're becoming a little bit more valuable to the people. We're becoming valuable to the, to the you know mental
1: well being of the people, right? Yeah, I think um I think people are starting to see that we're worth something. Yeah. Something. Ooh, I like something that transition. Them. I yeah, like that. I think uh I Dude, think I think they like us also.
0: Can I share something with you that kind of pissed me off? I I hate starting the episodes with (laughs) things that piss me off, but I feel like they're good transitions. Hey, let's go. Did you see that video of them doing... uh, They were showing Jeff Bezos' worth with rice. With rice? Yeah, with grains of rice. Oh, wait. You saw this? No. Bro, it almost made me stop eating rice. Like, I was like, yo... Fuck rice! After seeing that, bruh I was, I was, I've never wanted to fight a grain, my nigga. Like it, it was, it threw me off. So oh, what was the uh... dude? It was just, ma- it was just a. Ma- I think each grain was like a thousand dollars, and it looked like a sack of rice for a Hispanic family. Like it was so much rice, I was so heated. How big?
1: Was... Let's let's. Can we draw a picture? I'm gonna show it to can we you. draw a picture? No, I need you to. You want verbally, to a I need picture. you to verbally draw this picture for me and everybody listening.
0: It's something that you can just easily Google. I'm not going to demonstrate it or verbally audio oh, describe on. it because I'm going to get angry while I'm doing it.
1: I mean, it's, I feel like he has a monopoly on like tech. People think that Amazon is like a retail company and it's a tech company. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah, I, it, it made me angry and I Bezos, I know you're doing something evil. I wonder when he's going to run for president. What if he <laughs> runs for president like right now? Uh, yeah, he would find some way to win through like free shipping or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and he would be in there easily
1: Yo, I really think Jeff Bezos could He probably could run for president He called his ass Jeff Bezos
0: Yeah, he doesn't get the S He <laughs> don't get me. the S He's one Fuck off He's one guy Man, on today's pod, on today's conversation We're going to keep it real loose I like when we keep it loose But the general topic that we're going to talk about today Is worth and value If if that's not Coming across in the examples that we gave Yes, uh, we're talking about worth And value today We're talking about how to establish Your worth, what what that shit Even means, fam Like,
1: yeah, I think uh, Should we, is it time for the definition? You already know it's time for the definition oh, look it's it up, time Stop for playing the definition. these
0: games You can look up the definition of value First, Do I that. feel
1: like we should get a partnership with some dictionary Yeah, that would be good Merriam-Webster, yo, hit us Tap in
0: <laughs> Tune in Okay What you got
1: So Value The regard that something is held to deserve The importance, worth, or usefulness of something mm. So Yeah, what does that mean to you? To me Value is always based off of your comparison of something So the value of something You are comparing it To an idea Of something else
0: value is only established through the comparison of something else so you need another thing to compare it to this is like a part of what I wanted to talk about today because I started Mm -hmm. to kind of notice that as I started thinking about the whole concept of value and what we see valuable I'm like do we always need another person or something to hold it up to to determine what it like how much value something has
1: yeah I mean I yeah for objects I'm really more curious to talk about when this comes to people though yeah I'm more I'm honestly more yeah i'm I'm more interested in that
0: yeah that we can go down the wormhole of value when it comes to like goods goods and money and all of that which we might maybe loop back around and talk about later yeah. but I would like to talk about value when it comes to people I'm glad we're on the same page with that
1: yeah so I guess when you determine the value of somebody in your life. Would you be comparing it to... I guess you would be comparing it to somebody who meets your needs. Right. Uh, would or, that be the, that's the first thing I think about. Is that if I'm thinking the value of somebody... I think most people would jump straight to... What can they do for me? Right. Like how... Yeah. How are you... What can you do for me? Okay. Yeah, that's how... I feel like that's how most people... Would think of somebody's value It's
0: probably a really old idea
1: It probably stems from When we were
0: You know in our evolutionary Like early in our evolutionary stages When we were in uh, like smaller groups Mm -hmm. And you had to You were deemed valuable By what you could bring to the group Mm -hmm. You know i.e. fucking uh, You know hunters Gatherers people with special skills Shit like that Yeah I think you can really see it like it's Larry. He's taking a shit. Don't don't.
1: Worry. Oh okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, Larry. Um, <laughs> I think we see this this thing like we see this a lot in zombie movies and zombie shows when you know the, the tribe starts getting more and more people, mm-hmm. and so you start to see like everybody's weighing their value. On. Right. No, we can't bring anybody else unless they have food or unless they have shelter yeah. that they can share with us. We see like this value play. Um, yeah, you this, see this play on values a lot in zombie movies, and so it's always funny because the way men and women look at value is always shown at these at these times, uh, right? referring to the zombie apocalypse a lot
0: of the other things that you would normally deem as valuable get stripped away right. like you know people who are funny nobody gives a fuck about anybody who's funny in a zombie apocalypse those are normally the first ones to get killed right. like no it's like you know if you can do medical things if you can hunt things like that but i would like to talk about how we even establish value right because i watched this video um in preparation for the podcast by this guy name or the channel's name is improvement pill i don't know if you've heard of this channel
1: pill. i think i have
0: um he does different courses on like how to make friends and whatnot and he did a video called literally how to increase your worth and of course we have uh we'll have all these available for people to go to of course on Eagle, Eagle 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 yeah find all the links and whatever and he had this theory that he was talking about that I'd like to uh, bring to you and see what you think about saying that you know automatically we assign value to people when you walk into a room and you maybe don't know anybody you automatically start to listen to conversations observe and you start assigning value to people and the need for that is to establish hierarchies because when it comes to humans we need to make labels. We've talked about this in the past like we need to make sense. Make sense of everything. So, whether we like it or not, our brain starts establishing a hierarchy for the people that you come in contact with. And this is a lot more apparent on the job mm-hmm. when you have actual specific roles and titles that people have that Whole thing plays out a little bit more clearly. But in just normal everyday life, we need to establish hierarchies to have to make friends to know where our group is going to be. And to the people who maybe you don't necessarily know what a hierarchy is, I'll just explain that really quick so that we can so that you won't be lost when I go down this fucking mental trip that I'm about to take you on. Co host Cody. Yeah. Uh, so a hierarchy is just a system or organization um, in which people or groups rank one another mm-hmm. um, according to like status or authority. So it's just the rate. This just the classification system
1: that we use on each other to mm-hmm. dictate who's
0: quote unquote better than
1: the other. Right, right. It's kind of kind of use it to, you like, look at somebody like, his shoes is busted. Yeah. You look at this dude, like, that watch is expensive. You look at right. this dude, like, he has
0: nice hair. You're assigning value. Right. Whether you, whether you want to or not, it's just how our brains kind of classify and they make sense of things, make sense of the huge, vast knowledge of
1: things. Yeah, and even if you are aware of these things and you call yourself non-judgmental, that is an afterthought. Yeah. yeah. you Like, you automatically do this yeah. regardless of whether you like it or not, you just tell yourself afterwards to ignore that judgment. Right. right? So, so it's something everybody does.
0: Yeah, whether you like it or not, it's just because you're because you're human, and humans aren't the only thing that establishes hierarchy. As above, so below. We've talked about this before. It happens. You love on us. to make relations to animals. I do because I feel like they're the building blocks of who we are. They're not. They're just. They're just like They they don't think about What shoes they're gonna put on In the morning But all the other stuff Is the same They're All the things that happen On a smaller level Happen on a bigger level So Right like I said, humans aren't the only ones who establish hierarchies. I think I've spoke on this podcast about lobsters and the very complicated hierarchy system that they have. Why oh, you laugh? Because
1: I remember. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah. No, please, literally,
0: me. lobsters will uh, fight over the dom- uh, the dominance hierarchy over who is the king lobster, and whatever lobster loses, the brain of the lobster will literally dissolve and. It'll create itself a new brain that suits its new position as the lowly fucking, I guess, the poor lobster. Now, he he's assumed the role as the shitty lobster. I am nothing, and I shall have the brain of somebody who is nothing. So his brain literally reshapes itself to be... Lower on but lower on the dominance hierarchy. That's fucking scary. And every animal has a, a dominance hierarchy in some way. Even trees have a dominance hierarchy about who gets the more resources in the water and stuff like that. It's so weird. It's so weird how it and happens they choose on a small that. They're level. conscious of that. These trees. Well, Dude, that they- that's a whole other conversation, bro. Do you want to have the conversation whether trees are conscious right now? <laughs> you don't want to go down that wormhole. Touche. Right. So. When we were kids, is these are the developmental stages. This is the times where we're starting to understand what we are and who we are. And we talked about this in the play episode. When when kids play, especially like rough and tumble play, they call it. You're establishing the you're establishing you're <laughs> establishing the boundaries for for physical contact. So you play around and to learn the boundaries of what hurts what you're allowed to do and even with larry like when he bites me he knows he's not biting me at his full capacity he'll bite me like very softly because he's, he's playing around mm-hmm. and games are how kids learn about real life right when kids are learning how to establish a hierarchy, they do it through games because games are simulated reality just in a controlled environment. Mm -hmm. That's any sport. That's any game. It's just like uh, some facet of reality Mm -hmm. that's in a controlled environment. So kids, when they're playing these games, since kids are particularly fucking mean and they have no social filter, they don't have, they have no type of, sense of social cues or what not to say. A lot of times when they're establishing these hierarchies or playing around and learning how to be people, they end up deeply hurting somebody during their developmental stage. Right. And kids, Or they're really
1: hurt or they get really or they get really hurt right
0: it's like it's really weird when kids are learning how to be people they're saying crazy shit and you've you've seen kind of in movies or you've seen like maybe your own examples of of kids playing and they're like oh you know today you're gonna be the one who's you're the slave today you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're our servant or like one day you're just not allowed in the group one day for some reason they're like you you you're not allowed to play with us today. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's actually
1: happened to me. But I was older. I wasn't a kid. Well, I think it goes all the way up until like high school. I, I, think, it, think, it's, I think it probably if it goes to high school, then it has to keep going because high school. I feel like a lot of people are just reenacting high school. So during these times where you're establishing who you
0: are and these kids are, are establishing this fake hierarchy and learning how to be people. A lot of times people can suffer through these traumatic events that they carry with them all throughout life. You know, you got to experience what the feeling of isolation was and you literally attached yourself to that feeling and became that from from the beginning. And you and you became collateral damage in the process of these kids learning how to be people because right. they don't fucking know what they were talking about they yeah. were just playing around they're learning how to and then later on the hierarchy becomes about different things like money and status and appearance but at a young age you're, it's literally just random or it
1: can just be like your own personal opinion some one personal opinion can just become like groupthink.
0: right it, two, exactly you know I mean? and a lot of times the most confident person that opinion becomes the opinion of every <laughs> every person in the group right right or they can be convincing enough it'll it'll to influence everybody else right so if you if this happens to you at a young age and it creates this false sense of of isolation or this false sense of like this false self-image it creates this feeling of low worth like oh, they don't want me in the group. I must have done something wrong. I must not be worthy to be in any group. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you grow up and you learn that life is a little bit more nuanced than that, but that doesn't mean that that feeling that... That you
1: attach to as a kid goes away It just morphs into a different thing Or like different facets of your personality Or or how you see yourself Can be affected by it And you think that you healed every part of it But something can be coming from that one event That one event
0: It's so weird And so like I was saying How we assign value now As adults We look for things And this was a part of the video Also that I was um, watching he was saying, like, we assign value on things like uh, if you're well-groomed or not. I think you mentioned that earlier, mm-hmm. you know, your shoes, your nails. We look at physical appearance. Right. We look at physical attractiveness. Yeah, the and fashion. Fashion, exactly. He said that as well. Status, wealth.
1: Yeah.
0: It's really interesting Um, When we get to the things about physical attractiveness and assigning value according to physical attractiveness, because that's when it gets a little wonky and people start to feel weird about the things that we
1: value in terms of physical attractiveness, symmetry of the face, I think. I mean, yeah, that was the scientific thing. I mean, it can even even go to like color your skin, uh, Mm. body type. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that image te- can be morphed too. Right, like right And yeah, hair texture, fucking eye color if you're that fucking stupid <laughs> um, You know right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that's just a, a. he was saying that it's a very touchy subject when we start to talk about uh, physical attractiveness and judging your value based on that. But there's a lot more things that we value. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was saying earlier, when it comes to a job, it's a lot easier to see what the hierarchy is because of the established roles. And I'm already starting to feel that through my job. Uh I told you recently that no, I got a little promotion I Big got, promotion I got promoted My man went corporate I'm on
1: the corporate he level corporate. now Larry, yeah. He went corporate Larry you went corporate Larry knows So that's why you was walking down the street So fucking jolly Yeah I today. don't like
0: that I don't like that You said that I My walk was different It was
1: very jolly It has a this different gait to it Yeah There's no gate. Like your thighs Are completely open All While right. you're walking Down the street Alright I've right. never See seen somebody me? Walk Fight this Fight
0: me Great That's Going to be fighting words for later On make sure I remember that but yes Like I I do Feel different and maybe I feel like My value has increased As a person I definitely I definitely uh, Wouldn't say that I don't feel that way I do wake up every day feeling a little bit better With
1: a little bit extra fucking money in my pocket Yeah I mean the money resources It will definitely affect your level of happiness yeah. To a certain point Yeah to a certain point And your level of how you how valuable you see yourself Yeah I think uh, actually Well they say they correlate They call it the salary of happiness And it's around like $75,000 The yeah. salary of happiness mm-hmm. It's around like I think it's like 77000 so, wait, is that,
0: the, is that the level or the amount of money that you have to be making to, what, officially
1: be happy? What does that mean? Um, that is the amount of money you need to make into, like, at y- your level of satisfaction with life increasingly goes up until that point. And then what, like plateaus? Until and, and then, like your happiness isn't correlated to your money anymore, right? Up to that point, but the mm-hmm. happiest, the most your money will make you happy is around, I think, like seventy-seven thousand dollars a year. That's so weird. So it's safe to say everybody should aim for eighty.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I always thought I just wanted my needs to be met, and then you start to see, and I can see also how people. When they're around somebody, they deem as quote unquote valuable or like high on the hierarchy uh <laughs> High off the hierarchy. High, <laughs> high off the hierarchy, the name of the podcast, but no, I think like people start to either mirror that or they're intimidated by that it, I think it's like two different responses. It either reminds
1: you of the things that you don't have mm-hmm. in a negative way or a positive way. you know yeah I think I think people will normally judge it a lot based off of how they see themselves and their relationship with you but people respond to each of those different right so like if somebody feels like they're also worth high then they're going to want to be more attached to you yeah. you know what I mean because they feel yeah, like they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, see yeah. that you're worth something they see, they think that they're worth something and they're like, bet you know." Yeah, and think somebody up. thinks that th- they think lowly of themselves one or two things will probably happen or have happened in my experience. They will either be jealous or they will be jealous slash envious mm. or they will start to get the value in themselves by you, like by product of you, by knowing you, by being your friend. They, they feel more mm. of themselves by um, being your friend. And it feels weird because like in my experience, it's weird for somebody to see me higher than them. And yeah. to treat me that way. Yeah, to that's talk. And to talk yeah. to me that way. That's also what I was experiencing in the job. That's kind of what I was trying to convey. Yeah, you, it's like it's weird to feel somebody think higher of you for a reason that you may see as like
0: arbitrary. Like you exactly. might not even see it as like a thing, but they're like, no, you got it figured out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't you know. You just like shit. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I know that like uh when it comes to these dominance hierarchies it's all what we created and it plays back on what you were talking about before about how we need other people to dictate this shit and i'm so tired of it i hate how we need other people for everything i don't hate it but it's just like every every topic that we have i always feel like we need other people to see to see how valuable we are we judge ourselves by other people we just
1: can't escape it i think it goes up into a certain point because i feel like after a certain point that need is met, like, somebody will always find you valuable. And I think then it then it becomes, like, okay, and it may be because you always have money or you always have certain resources to where people will love you no matter what. Like, I feel like celebrities have to go through this where they, like... They realize that like people just love them for no reason. Mm. And it's like, I guess that can be tormenting. For well,
0: some. it probably forces you to come to terms with the things that you don't like about yourself because they like you for all these reasons that you don't agree with. And yeah, if like you don't you agree don't, with it, it's like,
1: that's a weird separation. Yeah. And I think that it causes you to have to like look at yourself. Yeah. And you have to determine why you are valued. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of celebrities go through this like... This change whether you're a celebrity in your own head or you're a celebrity mm-hmm. in in actuality or amongst yeah, in this. I'm glad media. you made that distinction. <laughs> yeah, because like some people probably think they're a celebrity in their own head. Yeah, or good at least on to, them. to a certain a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um so either way, like you have to become you have to think to yourself, you know, okay, I got all the love that I need from all the other people. Like that need is met. So what about me? Right. What do I think of myself? Yeah. And I think a lot of people a lot of people see the value of themselves through other people, but I think fewer people reach the point where they have to determine that value themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. See, now, this plays on what you were saying earlier, right? When you have a low self-worth, it breathes, from the sound of it, no positive emotions. You said jealousy. You said envy. It doesn't seem like any positivity comes from having a low self-worth. Or or, or dependency. Or a dependency on somebody who you see as having high value. Right. Right. So none of these things sound positive. And so what you're saying is you have to helpful. find a way. Helpful. Yeah. I mean, to me, they don't sound like positive things, but they're definitely not helpful. They're definitely not like functional things. Mm-hmm. But so what you're saying is you have to establish a, a
1: self-worth. You have to know that you are valuable. In as sh- to just be a person I think, uh, I think it is worthwhile to compare yourself to the point where you can figure out where you rank in different areas of your life um, But I think you do need to have somewhere in your life And I think everybody does I truly believe everybody has something that they're something good at Something to value? Yeah, something in themselves to value Whether there's something like they're good at Or if you're not good at anything like Anything like technical, you may be a good listener, or you may be like a really good analysis of of like you know TV shows. You think or like everybody
0: you... has something of value to bring to the world. You think this? That's like a, a very
1: optimistic statement. Um, yeah, I... I think I think everybody has something of value to bring to the world, whether it's on a nationwide scale or. Uh, just the people in your building or just the, the people that you live with i think everybody has something that they can bring to the table and finding what that is even if other people don't appreciate it um finding what that is and staking some pride in that in order for you to build these other areas in yourself is important you're saying i think It's necessary It's necessary I think think that's the only way to establish some pride and value in yourself Yeah Now you you touched a lot on values um, a couple
0: episodes ago I think it was maybe like two episodes ago You were really talking about establishing what your values are In order to know how you want to move forward in life It's kind of imperative that you do that Uh, I want to talk a little bit about knowing your worth and knowing your value when it comes to relationships, um, how do you establish what to take in a relationship mm-hmm. if you don't know your value?
1: Right. How do
0: you How do you know when to draw the
1: line with things that like you will accept and not accept? Mm-hmm. I think that's really tough. Um, as far as like worth then that's a comparison of the things that you value mm-hmm. or like you know you have these certain things that are valuable in your life you have this collection mm. of so values. worth is
0: the collection of the th- of things that you deem as valuable all these things together all these valuable things together mm-hmm. is your worth yes you stamping in that i like that i'll put a little ding on that that's a bagel Give me one second.
1: <laughs> you wanna I, I wanna to think sure about this. Sense. I actually yeah. I actually wanna like yeah. think this. Yeah shit. You got time. You're in a safe space, brother. Um yeah, the, the collection of your values, all of those things come together and say you're worth this amount. So your worth is yes, it's the sum of the valuable things in you. Yeah. And everybody well when it comes to relationships, your I think your your worth is Dependent upon Like your worth to other people Is going to change Dependent upon What they deem as valuable mm-hmm. But as far as What you feel like Is worthy in yourself That has to come from Some sense of pride Yeah I see where you're going Yeah
0: Yeah I and I agree with that Because the values Could be different amongst people Like we mm-hmm. could We could deem Different things valuable But if I have a high self worth And you have a good And you have a high self worth I feel like uh, generally uh, it breeds a healthy relationship for the most part because we both know what we're bringing to the table as people, and we love each other at the and we love who we are at a base root without
1: all these other elements at play. Yeah, but I think like it gets tricky when um, you're trying to figure out like, okay, I value these things, but I guess the things that i'm not getting is this person like giving me like i see that they're valuable yeah but are they worth something to me right because what are they it goes back to like what are they doing for me yeah like i think you determine upon like what needs of mine are being met by this person and if that's the way that you you choose to love yeah and that is conditional love in order that to, is
0: conditional love. That's so weird. Yeah, to
1: say to to know what somebody is like worth to you, you you are judging that based off of certain conditions, and so I guess there's just certain love that like it's weird. Like does does that mean romantic love is conditional love? Yeah, like because yeah, I is it it did, would that make it so like the only person that will truly ever
0: love you in this life is your mom, <laughs> and, and like. And your your parents, in theory, because they're they brought you into this world. You they didn't even need to do that. Like they brought you in, and they love you for what you are, in theory, and they'll Always. always love you. You could do anything, and I'll still see you as a valuable person in this world. In theory. In theory, right? So, and that's true unconditional love. But yeah, that deems the question. It's like, is every other love conditional.
1: Right, and then I think I think a lot of times we feel that, and we feel that causes a lot of people to feel lonely and to feel like there's... Like, because nobody will ever truly love me for me? Yeah, yeah. I think people just see, like, they feel... I think because we base our love so much off of what somebody can do for you or the value that they bring, and even within your own family, like, some people may not even feel unconditional love from their family and although their family may want something good for them they don't feel that unconditional love and so that causes people to feel alone and they just really desire um to be unconditionally loved and but the the crazy thing is is that as much as we desire that and if our parents don't give that to us then it's hard to believe anybody would give that to us yeah and it's hard to think that you're worthy of it (laughs) right at that point it's just like how like what is proving that i'm worth being loved no matter how shitty i am and it's and it's and you just gotta i I feel like you just gotta convince yourself you just
0: gotta literally it's a fake it till you make a situation if you're not getting that at an early age because even and i feel like this is important with women when you have a father who is a supportive role in okay. your life.
1: Just we'll we'll put the disclaimer, we are men and we, we understand. Are men. we the, understand that we don't of course really know a woman's experience. Exactly.
0: Like okay. let's thank you for putting that in there. But I'm just this is just going off of what I've observed from uh-huh. sisters and mothers. Um, it seems like when you establish the example of a man who loves you no matter what Mm -hmm. and you are a woman you have a dad that's supportive you have that example so when you are comparing it to a man who says that he loves you you already know what your worth is because you've had a a, a, an example of a man who told you how how worthy you are of love Mm -hmm. what you deserve as as a woman in a relationship Mm -hmm. um or you know man or woman whatever you like it's I mean, like
1: men probably do that to for their mom from their moms too. right yeah. and it's
0: and and i feel like it's kind of different with men and women with and men and moms because i feel like a lot of times the mom is telling the man how to treat the woman i don't know if they spend a lot of time telling the man what they deserve
1: nah i mean i think i think if you that's what you base man. i feel like that's what you base it off i think women the same way with women and men I mean women and their fathers, the same thing happens with men and their mothers. I mean, at least with me. Right. Like at the, the level of love that I feel like I deserved, it, You it, compare actually, it to your mom? I would compare it to my mom. I mean, of course I would want it more than my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or at least obviously in a in a different way. But with certain things is like if if like if my mother tra- treated me well, then I will expect my woman to treat me well. Yeah, and and my mom did treat me well, and I do expect my woman to treat me well. Now, how how I deem if I'm worthier not that is a different different story. But what I expect from other people, or when I expect from uh, my woman, is a level that is a is a bar that right. I it's feel like my mother set probably set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I can I can agree with that. Yeah. I, maybe I didn't have that same experience, so I didn't I don't. See it in that same way, but mm-hmm. I I can definitely see that perspective making sense. I Why feel like there it? is
1: a, a a a um caricature or like an archetype of like, well, yeah, women say this all the time that like a mama's boy is a type of dude, yeah, and like you can you can yeah, make, maybe those are the people who are like who, yeah, their mother spoiled them mm-hmm. and then show them or nobody in their life showed them what it meant to be a valuable man.
0: Yeah, so but would that would you say that? That somebody is They think that they're worth too much Like how, how would you put that Like when somebody starts uh, to they let They have a high
1: self worth and a Low social value Maybe mm-hmm. Maybe it's an exaggerated
0: sense of self worth Going on uh, it's there, only, it's
1: only only going to be exaggerated to somebody who right doesn't That's, value that, and it's
0: still compared to what other people think. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, maybe one person might think that your 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 ego is inflated. Another might, person might like. Really, just think that you're confident and want to mirror themselves after you. Yeah, so or that they
1: may just feel like you deserve to have that big of an ego. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> right. it really depends on what other people are telling you. I mean, and, and who we are as people is always going to be determined based upon the collective consensus over like who you are. Uh, uh, so your you. your environment actually ends up becoming a huge determining factor on who you become as a person and how you see your own value and worth in yourself. <laughs> I fucking hate that. But yeah, you are right. You're true. Yeah, so like and if you really want to establish like a higher self-worth or how you like higher values in yourself, then you have to be around people who yeah. like uplift you. Change the um, environment. But you also but I feel like you won't be able to believe it unless you make some changes. Um, in yourself Or if you just become around pe- You just move around people who are just like you Pretty good ending note I'd say mm-hmm. You know you be- your
0: worth and your value Kind of being established on your environment And all the things that we talked about Dominance, hierarchies, all that bullshit Please Everybody do all the things co-host Cody Manawi is about to blather <laughs> off And annoy me with these fucking
1: plugs But they're necessary Listen, please like, comment, and subscribe on all social media platforms, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Make sure you smash that fucking like button, yes. leave a comment, leave a review, leave us five stars. Leave a review. Also review. So go on to evil ego, evil ego out oh, right, right. and sign up for the newsletter. We are dropping our newsletter with fun little videos, fun little illustrations, and a lot of those mental goodies little that mental snacks you want that you want to bring up into your own little circles of conversation because we need to keep talking.
0: Yeah, we apparently
1: and sharing information and self-educating ourselves. So sign up for that newsletter, like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. Let's, let's get it
0: and uh, let's get it. Indeed, we shall continue to get it until next time. I'm coach Conan Minawi. get the fuck out of my house. Everybody else, thank you for tuning in. We out.
1: Also follow us on Instagram.
0: Okay, all right. Bye. And Twitter. Hello. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Rent-a-Dad. With all of the chaos in this world, we often find ourselves seeking guidance. The burden of existence is already hard enough, but the stress and the anger that we feel can reach a breaking point when we realize the one man who was supposed to take care of us and guide us through this sick life was either distant or not around to begin with. Growing up without a dad can be tough. We saw this problem and decided to put all of our time and resources towards fixing it. Over at Renadad, we offer over 300 rentable father figures that are able to be delivered at a moment's notice to make up for where your daddy failed miserably. Do you have questions about how to treat your partner? Or maybe how to invest your money? Or maybe the proper technique of shooting a jump shot? Maybe you're a 30 year old that lives alone and doesn't know how to hang up a fucking mirror because your daddy never showed you how to use a drill! <laughs> Uh, uh, No matter the occasion, Renadad's got you covered. All you have to do is visit www.renadad.com to get signed up today. Again, that's www.renadad.com to get signed up today and find out who's your daddy. And last but certainly not least, this episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is brought to you by Balance, the newest single by musical artist and host of the Evil Ego Hour night. Find this banger on all streaming platforms. I don't got no talent. I just gotta find balance. Yeah. Balance. Hey. Balance. Hey. Yeah. You got it. on that swing. Get my shit together. Yeah. Balance. Uh-huh. Balance. Balance. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've been feeling this feeling ever since Josephine died. Yes. Ever since Papa Flight died. Uh-huh. Ever since Nate Dog, I really been starting.